following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, episode 353. Uh, I, you know, I, I, got a, I got kind of a late start on this episode uh, because I was watching the launch of the uh, SpaceX Crew Dragon uh, with the four astronauts on board. What a, what an impressive thing. I, I never get tired of, <laughs> of watching that. And it was a nighttime launch, too, which makes it even cooler. And uh, it just everything about it was just so smooth and it's wonderful. And I know people go, oh, it's getting kind of boring. Uh, look, it's not like watching NASCAR. You don't watch it for the wreck. <laughs> you know, you don't ever want that. That's awful. You watch it because it's it's ingenuity. You know, it's a, it's 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 some of the smartest people in the world that have figured out how to make, you know, a machine that that roars to life and it's and it's a trip man when they're sitting there loading the fuel onto this thing and it snorts and it breathes and it it's well it's named it's named dragon for a reason you know (laughs) because it uh um yeah well no that's the the dragon is the capsule uh the rocket is the falcon it's the falcon nine and um they weren't falcon around with that either lord have mercy what a ride Absolutely right. Four astronauts in one shot. That's the first time we've ever done that as, as, as Americans. Uh, and a rocket. Now you go, what about the space shuttle? Little different. Little bit different. They put eight in there. Uh, that was the most that they would have on that. But as far as just like a, a, a rocket rocket, never been done before. Space station, or space shuttle, yeah, that was a whole different deal. And that whole, like I said, it holds eight. The, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the dragon can hold seven. So that's, you know. That'll be almost almost old hat at that point, which would be great, you know. It's, it's good to be back in space on our from our own soil. It's it's uh, it's remarkable. So congratulations to uh, to that crew, to SpaceX, to NASA, everybody involved in that. It's, that was just a, it's fantastic. Like I said, you know, watching it, you know, you, you just you know, I you know, as a kid, you know, growing up in the in the time when space travel was still relatively new. It was it was a bit alarming at times. And man, you know the space shuttle, as what a fantastic machine that was. I loved it. It was it was wonderful. It was absolutely adorable of a machine. And uh, I get why they had to shut it down. It was kind of a pain in the butt, and it was it was expensive. It was the whole point was to be as reusable as possible. They reused most of it from time to time, but it would still it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't. Didn't hold up well. It just, you know, it was. It took a beating. But man, it's nice. Nice about having a, a pickup truck in space, which is what that was. It's really all it was. And then they built the space station with the damn thing. So, you know, there's uh, there there is that. Uh, coming up uh, on this episode from Radio Land, we're going to sit down with a uh, with a man who has who's basically every time you, every time you meet this guy, um, if you if you've never met him, you 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 rapidly become. A, a, a friend of his. He's 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 a, just a delightful dude. Uh, he is a, a bon vivant, if you will, is a good way to, to to describe the man. He is absolutely delightful, and he's got something that's coming up very soon that uh, you can take part in. 
And you can watch a show for free because it'll be streaming. Uh, Soho Johnny will be on the program uh, here in just a, in just a little while. We'll we'll uh, we'll have a nice little conversation with him. Uh, learn about his background, his love of music and entertainment, and everything that goes along with it. And it's it's cool to have a, a different perspective on that, you know, from from our point. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, Radio Memphis is uh, undergoing uh, its uh, its strange little weird reopening. And I know the timing of this seems a bit weird, but I I can explain. (laughs) I can explain this. Everything that is going on now with COVID is is the reason why the station went into this weird mode that it it became. And it was just the morning show. LJ and I stayed on uh, pretty much uh, every weekday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, in an effort to disseminate proper information as it was coming about. And as well as as being a bit of a of an escape to all the other madness that was going on there, and we've been very fortunate, and we've been thankful to be able to do that all of this time, and all the other shows that you know, all the other live shows that we had had to be put on the shelf, had to be put into hiatus because of the nature of the disease. Uh, we can't, we just can't be spreading the COVID around in, inside the studio when you've got, you know, very young people that are coming in. You got, we got some senior citizens that do come in down there. You know, there's, there's, there's all the gamut, all the musicians. So we had to, we had to make a very difficult decision and to shut that down. Now, uh, the, we started bringing the, these shows back and we started with, uh, one of the highest rated shows on Radio Memphis and it's the Radio Memphis Live Music Hour, which is on Thursday evenings from 7 PM to like 10 ish. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a live music hour, but it just keeps growing. Uh, that's Tendria and Gerald. They, they bring on the newest of the new. It's some great music, great conversations. And, and it, they used to have a lot of live music in there. But what they're doing now is they're doing everything by telephone. And they're able to have these conversations and still play the music and have, a, have a, just a fine discussion about everything that's going on. And not only are they talking about the music industry, they're talking about some of the things that are happening in the world, too. Politically, uh, socially, there's a, there's a ton of stuff that's going on. And uh, their perspective of this is dead on. It's it's good. It's accurate. It comes from a good place, and it's worth listening to. And so they've been on for a couple of weeks now, actually three weeks. Um, and then uh, two weeks into that, we brought back Phil and the uh, Memphis Metal Monday show and Prog Time, which all starts at seven p.m. and it goes to midnight. And Phil is doing the, th- the same thing. He's having some interviews now to make his show work. Sometimes. He's taping some of his interviews and playing them back, so that's you know that, that's working out pretty well. So things are starting to warm back up a little bit now. Coming up at the end of this month, the 29th of November, to be precise, it's a Sunday night, starting at 8 p.m. Central Time. Um, the Booze and Blues is returning. Natalie and I and Mark will be around in the studio. We're gonna have the same thing. Now we're not we're not bringing in now that show was all about having a band and they play for three hours and boom you know Bob's your uncle and it was great it was a big old time. Clearly that's not going to happen not yet not for a while, but that's not stopping us from having some telephone conversations maybe some conversations through uh, Google Meet or Zoom or however we're going to do it you know having just catching up with some of these other folks and seeing how everybody's weathering it out, and the way this will work is it'll be like two artists a show. That'll be, be like one at 8.30 and then one at 10, I think. Something like that. Or 9.30. 10. Somewhere, 8.30 and 10, I think. Is how, I, I don't know. I have to look at my notes. But yeah, that's uh, that's coming up starting on the 29th. And it'll be every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central. So things are going to start loosening back up a little bit more and having some fun. Now, with that being said, COVID is a thing. 
It's and the, and the numbers have gone up. And they've gone up here in Shelby County and Memphis. Last I checked, last I heard, ICU is at 91% capacity, I think is the number. Something along those lines. Um, kind of scary stuff. Uh, the second wave, it is it is happening across this country. The numbers have gone up. 250,000, as of this broadcast, 250,000 dead. Quarter million. In the U.S., several million infected with this thing. It's scary. It's really, really spooky. And I know there's this this, this attitude of blood. Try not to let it bother me, which is it's okay. I get it. You don't want to. You, you want to try not to let it bother you. But at the same time, there's this whole, you know, uh, this laissez-faire attitude about it, and you can't you can't have that. No matter whether well you could survive. Yeah, you could survive. You, you don't want this. I just saw just a little while ago that uh, Boris Johnson over there, the prime minister of the UK is now in quarantine because he was exposed to somebody who had it. Now I know what you're thinking. He already had it. You're correct in that assumption. And you can always, you can, you can, you can get COVID-19 a second time. Yeah. I'd lay that out there for you. You just consider that now uh, enough of the spooky stuff. There's a ton of that everywhere. You can go find it wherever you need to. We'll pause here. When we come back, we will be joined by a new friend, a very kind gentleman, a wonderful man indeed. Mr. Soho Johnny joins the program next right here from Radio Land. Don't go away. Wizards is corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. My guest this time out, uh, folks, is uh, a, a, he's he's uh, he's known kind of as a friend to everybody in uh, some aspects or another. And uh, we've just been chatting here for just a moment or so. And uh, he's a very affable uh, gentleman. And he joins us th- thanks to the miracle of the Internet. Soho Johnny is here. Hello, Soho. How are you, sir? How are you? Thank you for having me on the show today. It's my pleasure. I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've been, th- I've been thinking. I've been looking forward to this, and I know you're up there in, uh, you know, the the Empire State, and you guys have had a kind of a bit of a rough go here with this pandemic. And I know it's, it's a little kind of nervy, and it's changed everybody's lives uh, to a, to a massive extent. I mean, how how are you faring throughout all of this? Well, it's been it's been up and down for everybody here. Of course, it's challenging times, but I think uh, you know we're most people are rising above it. You know, it's important to deal with the facts, not not the fear. Oh, yeah. And to be safe and to deal with it. Like, listen, life isn't meant to be perfect here on this earth, right? So we have to be able to deal, adapt, and learn, and move forward, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, hold on to each other and uh, just think positively. Yeah, sometimes uh, having uh, having some challenges in the, in the life makes it, uh, well, that much more interesting to live, that's for sure. Well, I mean, um, well, I will share this being that you brought it up. Uh, I, I lost my mom to COVID oh, back in May. My my and, my deepest uh, sense, uh, my my apologies to you. Well, thank you, but that's a, I was blessed. I had her for ninety three years. Yes, and uh, you know that's part of. Uh, well, I guess we were going to get into this, but uh, years ago when I lost my dad to cancer, which affects so many people, that was part of my inspiration 
in doing uh, uh, the shows that I do for cancer. And uh, I started a foundation called Let Me Help recently in mom's name and everyone's name that's been affected by this adversely who have, who have lost people uh, called Let Me Help, Inc. It's a foundation, uh, uh, but I guess we'll get into that in a few minutes. But uh, sure, thank you sure. very much. Sure. And, you know, it, that defines our, all our lives. And uh, I think it's important to, you know, to try to make a difference if you can. Uh, you you uh, you grew up, Was it is it in the Bronx that I understand where you grew up, that part of New York? Uh, well, my humble beginnings were actually in Manhattan, in the, in the Big Apple itself. Uh, my parents lived on 14th Street in a major complex called Stuyvesant Town, Peter Cooper Village, built in a MetLife, I think probably around the 1950s. Uh, and um, from there, when I was still probably, I don't know, still in grammar, early in grammar school, then eventually they moved to where my mom's family came from, which was the Boogie Down Bronx, that is true. Yeah, that's a, that's a, 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 a historic neighborhood for sure, and I'm sure that has impacted you as a as a youngster too, and and even into your adult into your adult world. I refer to it as a second education, and I, I consider myself fortunate because living in such a, 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 a in such a mixed community with all different ethnic backgrounds is a second education in of itself. And, uh, you know, just seeing people work together and being brought up with all different walks of life and everything and just coming together and creating together is a second education. I think it's I think it's beautiful. And I feel that I was blessed in being brought up there Um, when I when when my parents had moved to the Bronx, as I was saying, uh, we lived into this. We moved they moved into the sister complex of Parkchester, which is called uh, Parkchester in the Bronx. Also, I believe, built by MetLife, a major complex. Eventually, my parents had, had gotten the house, and there was a garage in the back of the house in, in the Bronx. And for some reason, I guess I was always a practical joker as a, as a child and in grammar school. And uh, the funny part about it is that I used to stutter as a kid, and it's funny that I got involved in entertainment in my later years. But uh, a lot of my friends would gravitate towards this garage after school. And here I was in, uh, I don't know, latter years of my grammar school education with a strobe light and that black light and <laughs> rock music at the time, which is now classic rock music. Right. <laughs> and I always had a, <laughs> I always had a great time entertaining and just, and just, it was funny. Now, back in those days, you know, we're talking late sixties, early seventies and the Bronx was a different, uh, you know, place. There was gangs on the street and everything. And the funny thing, odd, odd, odd thing about it is that all the other parents of the other kids were happy uh, including my own parents, that rather to be on the streets, that we were back in the garage there and uh, having a good time. Huh. But um, yeah. that's probably the origin of uh, of the seed of entertainment. Uh, uh, of course, I attribute that also to my mom, who always had a profound appreciation of music and always had music in the household. And she was getting involved more with entertainment when she was younger, but it was much harder for her. My parents didn't have a lot of money and. Uh, and, you know, just being brought up in the Bronx as a young lady, of course, it's hard to be, to step out, whatever. But she was my inspiration, I think. Uh, uh, you know, I say that she's my inspiration for entertainment. And my dad, who who was several generations of a trucking business that I walked into as well, uh, was my inspiration for humi- the sense of humanity and humility. Uh, because he came from depression, he was hardworking, he was a vet and he was a vet and he... Uh, you know, he had that ability of having people just like him and love him no matter all different walks of life. So 
that was my that was my humble beginning. Uh, and then segue from the, that garage there, I started doing family reunions. I DJed for a while, and I just found that I really loved what I did. Now, of course, I was in the family business, the family trucking business, and our roots go back in Soho in Manhattan for generations. And ergo, the moniker that uh, my friend started calling me, Soho Johnny. Uh, I got involved with real estate in the 80s and uh, had a brokerage and, and properties. And uh, uh, I've been blessed to, you know, worked hard. But uh, I always had this, I always had this bug to just, you know, just that, have that connection with the people and, and music being the tie that binds us all. I mean, there's no politics with music. There's no diversity. It's just a common denominator that to put a smile on people's faces. So I uh, did more and more. I started doing shows and uh, uh, I was always having a good time. And, uh, you know, when I lost my dad over 25 years ago, the cancer, as I was saying, uh, I started raising money for the American Cancer Society. And I started doing shows in that regard. And uh, the people that I've met along the way, uh, I've just been so blessed. I mean, the people, you, you, when you do things like that, uh, it comes back to you tenfold. And, and, and I've met so many people around me that have supported my causes. And, and here I am now. Um, my latest show, which uh, I, I'll mention, is, uh, is a virtual show for obvious reasons, uh, mostly virtual. There may be some live performances, but there won't be a live audience. And that's going to be November 24th, you know, two nights on Tuesday night before Thanksgiving. Uh, purposely done around Thanksgiving because we feel it's a time of being grateful and being thankful. Despite everything that we're going through, um, I always say it's important to remember that there's always people less fortunate fortunate than us. And uh, if we could keep that in our mind going forward and start every day that way, I would just put a, a nice even keel on everything and just, you know, putting a smile on other people's faces. Yeah, that is that is such a, a, a fantastic thing that you do with that. And I know that points into your uh, philanthropic work that you, that you do with the Cancer Society and, and the other things that you are tied into as well. But that is a perfect time. You're right. I mean, th- around Thanksgiving, you want to uh, you know, you want to t- you take a moment and think, be thankful for the things that you, you have and keep in mind that there are those that are out there that don't have the things that you have. And it's nice to step up and say, hey, listen, I got a few bucks. Let's, let's help somebody out. Well, and also it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing because it's, it's the harmony of a celebration of life. It's music. Uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's for, of course, it's for a good cause. And I'm, I mean, I'm having a great time doing it. But again, it's not really about me it's about community it's about outreach uh social distancing is is important to do now for obvious reasons but it doesn't that social distancing distancing does not mean social isolation as a matter of fact it's the opposite now is the time to reach out more than ever maybe not physically as much but definitely virtually or like we're doing uh i mean i'm going to give a shout out to you for having this show because you're a light in the tunnel uh uh that's so important for us all to have right now as well well, yeah, we've we've known we've learned here over the past now ten months uh, since this thing has really been uh, been uh, moving along with this whole pandemic and all the craziness that goes with it that uh, we've been very fortunate at Radio Memphis and shows like this one here have picked up in audience numbers because people they're they're looking for something to do they're looking for that you know a place to reach out and a and a place to have that human companionship even if it is in a virtual environment and it's it's I feel that it's important at least to provide. Some sort of, uh, some sort not of, a uh, distraction, but maybe some escape, you know? Absolutely. Um, 
And as I said, we have a lot of fun. Last year, uh, I did a show in Stamford, Connecticut, and it was an all-day festival. And uh, it was actually based on mostly classic disco. And I was blessed. And, even, and some of the people I had to come support me, it was co-hosted by Denny Terrio. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the audience would resonate uh, with that name there. He used to host a show called Dance Fever back, I believe, in, probably in the 70s. And he taught John Travolta how to dance. I had uh, uh, disco bands live, Tavares, Sharon Brown, Fonda Ray, uh, Arnell Carmichael, Planet Patrol, Instant Funk, Harold Melvin's Blue Notes, Double Exposure. I don't want to forget anybody. It was an all-day thing. I had Monty Rock the Third. <laughs> I call him my Mr. Magnificent. I love Monty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was the DJ from the original Saturday Night Fever, and he did that. That great song, uh, uh, Get Dancing, by Disco Tex and the Sex Olets. My chiffon is wet, wet, baby, my chiffon is wet, and I love him. And uh, I actually had Constantine Morales join me as well, though he wasn't of, of, course, he wasn't of that generation, but we all love him. He's got such a great voice, uh, you know, rock of ages. And we had a great time. We raised money for American Cancer Society, and I had the daytime portion was in a gigantic big circus-type type tent which probably would be great for covid right now absolutely and the, and the evening was in a grand ballroom everybody had a great time and again i was just so blessed so you know we've been doing these shows and uh um, it's um i've been doing some recording myself of some music as well i'm coming out with something i just released a song for an, an artist uh star hansen i promise you uh, and we did a video and i'm um, getting involved with more acting and again it's all these things have just come my way i'm really just a real estate guy behind the desk and work just like everyone else but uh these things have just kind of organically grown over the years yeah i was i was going to ask you about that i mean you know these are two very different industries that you have found yourself working in over the years and you know i when you when you go and bring in these guys that you're talking about to these shows that you've done did you just seek them out or was it just sort of a, a universal thing they just kind of came to you as well well as i was doing shows and reunions as i was getting older uh, it kind of just morphed from there. It got bigger. Then I started getting some live acts and, uh, you know, the crowd grew and first I was doing it with family and then I was doing more friends and family. Then I started reaching out to make it, made it a little bit more public and that's how it grew. And then as the artists, as I dealt with more artists, some artists, especially when I was got involved with the, the cancer society, you know, they reached out to me and then I started uh, helping artists that sometimes they, you know, I may help them or, you know, do a deal with them to help promote their career as well. Uh, and I got involved more with that end of the business. And, uh, you know, and again, it's not, you know, it's not like I woke up one day and said I wanted to do this. It just kind of just grew it, you know, it found its own way, you know, and it just found an answer. And uh, it's just such a feel good thing to put everything together and do all these type of things. But uh, yes, I mean, two different industries. I mean, my father had, my father, my grandfather had trucking in Soho. I got involved in real estate with a start from them. Uh, and then the real estate, well, I guess there is a connection because I would find locations to this day. I'm still in the business. I find locations, of course, for retailers or offices. I do commercial and then experiential. In other words, pop-ups for uh, companies to do short term. And that's, of course, a big thing now because retailers don't want to make long term leases mm-hmm. so quickly. Now we're waiting to just kind of like a wait and see for uh, COVID and for how the internet has affected them. 
So we actually have a solution where we bring in a seat, a seat of experiential entertainment and other things. So it's more of a destination. You know, retailers don't just open up like a sneaker store just by itself anymore. It has to be a whole big, you know, whole big uh, uh, platform that's delivered to the audience. Yeah, the, calling it, it's the customer base. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the whole uh, brick and mortar thing that we've gotten so used to over the years has just changed dynamically now. And of course, a lot of it, you know, pre-pandemic, you're still dealing with things like Amazon and all of the, you know, the online business. And people have changed the way they have thought about shopping or even grabbing entertainment, uh, you know, to, to a certain extent. So, uh, this just kind of reinforced it here over the past several months when everybody's stuck at home and they don't want to go out and go deal with the general public. Well, you know, it's important. I mean, that conversation has come up a lot about people staying at home. And, uh, you know, I think it's one thing that I think is very important that, uh, including myself, a lot of people have just gotten a little bit more out of shape. You're staying at home. But it's very important to kind of, Get into the mindset that even though we're home, we have to just, even though it's make, let's call it a temporary new normal, if you will, yes. that you still have to have a structure. There's a time during the day where you start up, you do some exercise, exercise regimen, maybe not going to the gym because it was closed. You do something, go for a walk, a time that you work, a time that you take care. Of course, you're going to have some interferences that you're home and myself included, uh, but um, I think it's important to have that structure. And also it's healthy. Because, you know, when you're with people every day, you're, you're used to having a separation uh, from your family or your friends or whoever you live with, you know. And so when you're cooped up, you know, I think it's important. To, it's important to break that out, break it up. And the way to do that is to, you know, do outings, functions. It's so important to do that for our mental health. Because one of the things, I mean, I always look for what good could come out of something that's unfortunate like this pandemic and there's a, there is good that's coming out of it even though we didn't want it we tried to salvage the good but one of the things that we have to try to address is to work on some of the, the uh, uh, consequential uh, effects of this which is just staying at home how it affects us mentally and we have to realize and again deal with the facts of what we could do about that and, uh, you know, I'm a big proponent for exercise and getting out there and just doing something just to get and just getting out of the house for a while. The one thing that's still free is we have fresh air, you know, God willing, it's going to stay that way for many, many years. Our environment's going to stay sound. But, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, the basic things that we still have to be thankful for that we have. Yeah, I, since this all started, uh, you know, my wife and I have, you know, because we're, we're both, you know, fairly active. She more those more so than me. But, you know, we have this habit that every evening when she comes home from her work and she's working in the public as well. So it's there's always this nervous type of, uh, you know, are you getting exposed? You know, there's but we try not to think about it. We don't want to dwell on that. But we also spend that time together to take the dog for a nice long walk in the evenings and. It gives us a chance to catch up and we get a chance to see our neighbors and it's not like what, you know, we used to like to go out all the time, but you know, clearly we don't do that anymore. You know, it's just too, it's, it's, it, it has changed and I'd like to see us get back to that. And I'm sure we will at some, at some point, but you know, I know that things are going to, some of the changes that are going to happen are going to be fairly permanent, I think. Well, a lot of what's happening with entertainment now, it was going, it was slowly getting more and more towards virtual. And it's and, and the, the conversation is all about technology and how it's changing and, and the ways that we work work and live right yeah. and uh, in the entertainment world of course that 
probably one of the biggest areas. That and hospitality got the biggest black eye here, you know, but um, it's temporary, okay? And I believe that, uh, listen, I think the vaccine's definitely going to be out. Most people will be taking it by next summer. Some people might wait a little, may have a little bit more of a wait-and-see approach because you want to make sure that it's there's no negative side effects. Uh, but, I, but, but we're all going to get through this. One of the good things that come out, I was, I was, I was just uh, um, alluding to some of the good that's coming out of it. I think a lot of people, just like we're talking about now, appreciate the things that, well, certainly, I mean, we, we take things, you know, we were innocently, uh, uh, not willfully taking things for granted about our lifestyle. Um, and uh, I think that's one thing that's changed now. I think now uh, many people, including, well, including myself, will not, you know, will appreciate that, you know, our lives or our life is fragile and it's up to us to value it because, you know, I had my own personal loss that I've shared on your, on your show here, uh, but that is what defines our lives. That's what gives it much meaning and makes it relevant. So every day is a blessing and, is, and a gift. It's one of the things I have on my website, SohoJohnny.com, and uh, I think it's very, very important to, to always bear that in mind because, uh, uh, you know, it's in, 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 in our relationships and the people that touch us, I mean, it's just a simple thing to just to put a smile on someone's face. You know, that positive energy is so underestimated. It's just, it's not nothing complex. It's just leaving your house or your apartment or wherever you live and just uh, seeing an elderly woman on the street and just saying hello and short conversation, something sweet, maybe a little joke or something. And just make that put that positive energy out there. I think that simple little notion is so much more important. It has so much more important now than what we're going through. It's contagious too, you know, being nice to people is contagious because it it does, it does kind of spread forward as well. And they'll say, Hey man, there was this guy, he, he waved at me, he held the door open for me. He said, hello. Hey, how you doing? Can I help you with that? And, and then they, 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 they tend to pass that on. And that's, that's fantastic. It's a good way to put, to put it for you that I've heard. But now, now it's gotten, um, you know, as far as, uh, Soho Johnny, my platform, uh, um, some exciting things that's been happening lately, uh, I have the privilege of working with uh, Maurice uh, Maurice uh, Hamilton of um, of uh, SMC, and now we're fostering new talent, mm-hmm. uh, new artists coming up, and uh, possibly uh, you know making them poster childs for some of the multinational corporations. Uh, so that's that's new new and exciting. Uh, uh, as I said, I just released uh, "I Promise You" by Star Hansen. Uh, we're working on a Broadway, Broadway, like Broadway Manhattan, you know, theater project right now uh, that uh, is probably going to come to fruition sometime next year. And it's going to raise money for children's education because they, because of funding, a lot of things got short for them going into theatrical arts. Yes. Uh, and then we have, uh, you know, many different uh, uh, artists and, and actors that have come to band to that course too. So that's in the works. But the most imminent one is November 24th, uh, and we've and again, so many different artists and uh, really renowned people are coming to, to help. Uh, Let Me Help Inc. is a foundation. Difference between a foundation and a charity, many people don't realize, is a foundation could assist many different charities, okay? It doesn't have to be pigeonholed for one, like the American Cancer Society. So this, you know, this, this show is going to be partially helping COVID families. And it's also going to be helping another campaign, another uh, another good cause, anti-bullying. Yes. Bullying, you know, yes. like you know, being a bully. And uh, 
I'm working with another gentleman, another great guy, another philanthropist, Andrew Cole, and we're working together. And we've got a lot of great names coming forward and telling their personal stories. You know, uh, people like Ozzy, Ozzy, uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, and uh, 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 you know Patrick Stewart, and all these other you know you know beautiful, talented artists and people and actors that are coming forward to support the cause. So it looks like the show is going to be a virtual show from on Eastern Time, New York Time, 7, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. It's going to be a six-hour uh, kind of, uh, you know, telethon. You know, when I say telethon, it reminds me for the audience that, that could remember the Jerry Lewis telethon. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, all night, yeah. Jerry was a great, he was a great guy and he raised so much money. Uh, what was it? Muscular dystrophy or cerebral palsy? I think it was cerebral palsy. Uh, it was, I believe it was muscular dystrophy. I think it was. Muscular be- dystrophy. Yeah, because he uh, he would. I remember uh, as a, as a youngster watching those shows and those those the, the kids that would come out that he would bring out and and it was just it was just heartbreaking to see what was going on with those kids and this disease. But at the same time, it was kind of heartwarming to see a guy like Jerry Lewis just kind of, you know, get down on a, on a knee where he sees this kid in a wheelchair and he's got his arm around him. And he's like, you know, Hey, we're here for you. And you know, that's, that was, that was, that was some important stuff. Uh, even impressionist, you know, onto me as, 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 as a young kid, you know? Well, that's the secret sauce right there. Cause it doesn't matter what you have or what you do in life, no matter who you are, you make an impression on somebody else. Even if you don't realize it, we're all role models to each other. And I think when you're in the public eye, or, or, or if you're if you're if, if you're an artist, or if you're a celebrity, you know it, it raises the bar of your ability to make a positive impact. Okay, of course, there's the talent. Okay, being a great actor or a great singer and everything, and we need that. And you know, the public loves that, and we appreciate that. But also to be able to rise back and give back, even if just doing things like 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 these people that are coming to support me. You know, little old me, I'm just, I'm just this guy behind the desk in the Bronx. But, you know, that is such a beautiful feeling to be able to, be, to participate in things of these type of endeavors. And, uh, and the bottom line is, everybody has a lot of fun. My show last year, everybody, I mean, I've gotten so much love and people, cancer victims and people coming up to me. And, uh, you know, you can't put a price on that. Um, you know, and it just, it's just something that, you know, I mean, these are the type of things... You know, because true success, true success, and we put money aside. Money is a tool. It's something that we need. Of course, it's important to, you know, put food on the table, whatever we have to do. But the true success in the, in the, in the, in the strictest definition is that when we come to the end of our lives, the people that could go back and say, you know what? He was a lovely guy. or He reached out. He was a good person. Or he did this or she did this. You know, that's the type of riches that you will take with you, in my opinion. That's the type of stuff that will elevate us, okay? Not material, but all the things, all the outreach that we've had for each other. That's beautiful. That's a that's a that's a great healthy way to look at the way people I think should aim to live their lives. And you're absolutely correct. And I'm a, I'm always one of these optimistic cats that always think that I think by and large our society is somewhat decent. I know there's there's always going to be some really, you know, really horrifying things that are going on out there in the world, but I I'd like to think that overall there are some fairly decent people out there that outnumber those those bad folks and I there is a sense of comfort for that, but at the same time I always feel like I'm having to like watch my back, you know. <laughs> I don't know what's going. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of scammers out there and and you know, it's it's it can be scary. It can be really frightening. 
Well, I, I think, uh, yes, of course, we have to be, <clears throat> be mindful. And yes, do we have to watch our back? Of course, you have to watch yourself. It's, it's a real, you know, that's the reality of the world. But I agree with you. I, I you know, I try to look for the look for the good in people. Yeah, I think we need to do that. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, we're going to trying times. I mean, there's more. I mean, there's more economic hardship because of the pandemic. You know, it's, it's unfortunate. And you know, most people. I mean, I I didn't even know what a pandemic was <laughs> before this. I heard of epidemic. But I never heard of a pandemic, and it's just a worldwide epidemic. Uh, but I didn't, you know, you don't realize the far-reaching effects of it. But I promise this, we'll get by this, we'll get better as things are getting better and people are banding to the cause and, you know, we're so much more ahead now than we were six months ago. So much more, uh, you know, five months ago, whatever it was with data research and companies, even corporations coming and building more masks and more supplies and more awareness. I mean, now we have drugs, then in my opinion, that uh, could really stave off. And, you know, the mortality rate is much less than it was before. But when it does happen, unfortunately, it's be it, most of the time, obviously, it's for people that have compromising conditions, pre-existing conditions, or elderly, or uh, just people that have not really, you know, played it safe, you yeah. know, which is very, very unfortunate. For the event, um, <clears throat> for those that are listening that want to, uh, to, to, I guess, take part in this thing, of course, you said it was a virtual thing. Uh, is I, where where can folks find the details and is there a ticket cost and and all of that uh, all that stuff? Well, believe it or not, the the virtual concert itself is free. Oh wow! We're going to stream it free, and we're going to have a, a link for donations. Okay, that'll be on uh, Let Me Help Inc. Inc. dot org. All one word. Let Me Help Inc. Inc. dot org. Uh, it'll also also be on Soho Johnny, S-O-H-O-J-O-H-N-N-Y dot uh, com. And there's a mailing list there as well for our email alerts uh, for all the shows that we're doing. Uh, and, uh, uh, of course, Soho Johnny is on YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Soho Johnny LLC on Facebook. But, you know, it, it's going to be well advertised all throughout all different platforms and whatnot. But, uh, it, we're looking for it. We have another exciting thing that's happening, although... It's kind of an auction that we're raising money as well, and uh, <laughs> we have a, we have a friend, a, a, a single fella that uh, is, that is now available, and uh, we're going to be auctioning off a date with Nino. We're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> and he's he's a buddy of mine. He's a very soulful, ethical, great sense of humor, really down down to earth guy, and he's you know he's on the eligible list here and. Uh, and uh, he, he was willing to step up. So we're going to make a beautiful, it's going to be a publicity event, but people could bid on a date with him, you know, maybe some young ladies. And we're going to have uh, one of the top restaurants in Manhattan, one if by land, two if by sea. It's noted as probably the most romantic restaurant in Manhattan. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have a uh, probably a Rolls Royce, uh, chauffeur-ridden Rolls Royce, uh, take them from there to a one of the Soho Soho lofts that we have here, and uh, then there'll be another area where they'll have a white tablecloth, and they'll be serenaded by a surprise celebrity for the rest of the night. So we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Everyone's going to have a lot of fun. And again, you know, we're going to raise some money for a good cause. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Oh, that's that's, that's going to be a blast. Uh, regarding uh, your uh, single, is it out now? Uh, I promise you it was out now. It's on all the usual um, 
platforms, I promise you, by Star Hansen. Uh, and um, the, uh, the video is out as well, because we also have a music video. I, I guess that's up there on YouTube it's as on well? It's on Spotify, you know, it's in all, all, the, all the normal places that sure. uh, would uh, download. Yeah, I, I, it must have been uh, quite uh, quite that I can I can imagine that itch that needed to be scratched when you're hanging out with these singers and these other entertainers. You're thinking, you know, I need to get my butt into a studio and lay down or lay down a record. I can see that itch probably happening with you. Was it? Am I anywhere close to that? Absolutely. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, when you know when you when you have that connection uh, with the audience, you know, and, and that type of love. Again, I use the word contagious um, because, you know, it's something, something about making people smile and entertaining people more now than ever before, right? Oh, yeah. We need now for oh, yeah. Uh, that uh, that kind of stays with you and motivates you to go forward. I used to stutter as a kid <laughs> back in the Bronx when I was a kid. Isn't that funny? Wow. Well, here I am up on the stage. You know, you know, performing or, you know, when I do my shows, I'm very animated. I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, those that have seen, been to any of my shows, I'm, you know, I put on my own performance because I just can't help myself. <laughs> you know, you get up there and <laughs> yeah. enjoy. And, and yes, so, so now I'm doing some, uh, I'm cutting some, some tracks and singing and uh, uh, doing, I have some more invitations maybe to do some acting, acting roles. I've done some small ones, but nothing really significant yet but that's all it's all looming uh and going forward here uh i'm i'm in talks now to do a uh, a show to host a show uh that i will put a i will drop a little teaser here that uh it's going to be uh called soho at night oh. uh, hosting the show with different celebrities and uh, we have a certain I'm not, i can't give all of it away because sure. i have to defer to the other people the, or the all our production staff but that should be coming off probably in 2021 uh, for release. So um, a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of interesting projects. Uh, and, I, you know, I try to always tie something into the charities within the foundation now as we go along in some manner, shape, or form. You, it sounds like you got the uh, you got the the tiger by the tail there, Soho, and uh, I couldn't be more happy for you as uh, as as we move along through all this. And I love your your attitude about it too, this positivity, and and especially right now with everything that's going on, everybody's getting so weary of this. And it is nice to have this refreshing voice from a guy like you that says, "Hey, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to get through this. It'll be fine. You know, just keep 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 wearing that mask and wash your hands." You know? <laughs> Well, we're, we're working on our platform that we should be coming out sometime soon. Um, and on our platform on SohoJohnny.com, uh, we're planning to have not only the shows. I mean, even when things get back to normal, in my opinion, there's still going to be a virtual part of the shows and entertainment. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be kind of a gimmick. It's going to be blended into maybe your ticket price or whatever. So we're going to have interactivity, you know, with the audience, uh, you know, Maybe on a computer screen, you could be there virtually in some sense. And uh, we've got, we're working on the technology for that as well, uh, for anything that we go forward with. You know, if there's anything ever I can do to help you out, Soho, you please uh, reach out to me. I'd love to do whatever I can from my from my little humble spot here in Memphis. Uh, you know, we we talk to the world through Radio Memphis, and this this little show here actually has a a pretty good following too. So, you know, like I said, if there's anything that I can do to help you out to further your cause, please just reach out to me. I thank you. I thank you for saying that. And again, I just want to thank you for what you're doing. Because hosting the show and what you're doing is so important now. 
okay, because it's a form of entertainment. You know, people need to smile, and uh, uh, you know, it's just just very very soulful. So thank you for what you're doing as well. Yeah, sometimes I sit here and I, I wonder if I'm if I'm just kind of screaming in a hurricane, but I, you know, because you're just surrounded by it, and you think, oh well. Hopefully, I've reached somebody, and if I've made somebody either think or smile, then I think I may have done my job. And it just takes one to make me feel like I've done it. So there's that. It just it just takes that one person. You know, let me talk about the education system. You know, and um, you know sometimes you just you know these educators, you know, they get worn out and everything. A lot of them are underpaid. You know, but sometimes you just find that one student here and you made a difference. You know, one thing about the education system, I had a conversation with someone recently. I'm just going to leave off here. Um, is that I think there should be a little bit more emphasis on uh, teaching children how to have how to be how to be have a good relationship with someone else. Okay, how to have a healthy relationship with someone. Because yes, they all come from different backgrounds. You don't know what their their home experience is. Uh, but I think the education system. I, that's one thing that I advocate. Is uh, it'd be great if we have uh, something more like you know to have a respectful, ethical relationship with somebody. Because that's one thing I think that would help the system is for the for our younger generation coming up. You know, I feel like I've just been to church yeah, with, you like there, church with you there, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm. I'm. I'm by no. Um, I know. I'm just. I'm not a. Um, yeah. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I, uh, just teasing. <laughs> I know. I know. But I just. You know. I basically just. You know. Kind of speak from the heart, and uh, I, I'm sure sometimes it may come across that way. But I think. Uh, you know, I call this common sense humanity. Oh, yeah. I mean, common sense humanity. You know, this is like, you know, we're all here to in, it, in it together. If know? more it's people just, thought like you, I think that we would probably be in far better shape than we are right this very second. And and it's like I said before, it's very refreshing to hear this coming from a guy who's worked as hard as you do. And and just enjoy you're enjoying. It's not like you're just enjoying the hell out of everything. You're just having a great time, whether you're, you know, setting up a pop up shot, working the real estate in. You got these shows going. You're singing in studios. You're hanging out with uh, hobnobbing with the with the really fancy folk. And it's great, man. I love it. I, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, actually. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so uh thank you again uh for your time and like i said if there's anything that i can do to help you out you just reach out to me and we'll do what we can for you i appreciate that and uh if anybody wants to shout out uh, sohojohnny.com um john j-o-h-n at sohojohnny.com um and uh you know i actually do reply to a lot of the republic that uh that uh, reaches out here and uh Again, you know, as I have this on the website, the breadth of love is spoken in the language of musical expression. And uh, music, again, is the tie that binds us all. So if everybody could just put a smile on someone's faces after they listen to this broadcast or maybe tomorrow morning, it would be so great and uh, with much love and appreciation. You bet. Thank you so much. Soho Johnny, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the airtime. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. A lot of us are making time to deepen our spiritual paths. The Broom Closet has a wide selection of books on spiritual topics and a huge selection of tarot and oracle cards for connecting with spirit and our higher selves. You can choose from our vast selection of gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry to enhance your spiritual journey. Check out our Mindful Living gifts and home decor to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomcloisetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so stay a minimum of six feet away from others and stay home if you can. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together.
Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radioland with Rick Cheddar. Joining us is uh, the Starlight Campbell Band. Uh, it is Simon and Susie. Hi, guys. How are you? We're pretty cool. Thank you. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, where, where are you in the world? Well, we're in Portugal right now. Portugal? What the hell are you doing in Portugal? Well, it's uh, certainly better than being um, in the UK right now with the uh, corona situation because everything's locked down. Here's a bit easier. But also, it's very warm and sunny, which is uh, pretty cool. Rather like the weather here is sort of like between uh, San Francisco and LA, that type of weather. You know? Well, that's not so bad. Yeah, and and uh, and I think right now too, if you're into the surfing thing, the uh, the big uh, uh, Eastern Atlantic swells are happening, so they have those those gigantic waves. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Right on. You heard what's coming up next on the program. Uh, some big fun there. <laughs> yeah, they were in Portugal? Really? That'll be fun. Starlight Campbell Band joins us uh, on the program, and that was actually taken from a conversation that we had with them uh, a couple of weeks back. Week, week and a half or so? Week and a half or so? I, I don't know. Week and a half, maybe. Uh, with their new song, you'll get to hear that, and it'll be more. It'll be a big old time next week. Be sure and join us there. We are available, of course, wherever podcasts are given away. And as well, this program is airing on Radio Memphis at radio-memphis.com. It happens right after the Spud Goodman Show. Yeah, Wednesday nights at midnight. Thursday morning, Wednesday nights, whatever. It's after Spud. So so there's that. It's kind of cool. It's all here. It's all there. It's on Radio Memphis, and we appreciate you uh, downloading, streaming, tuning in, wherever it is that you got to do to get it. We, we thank you so very much. And on that note, I'm done. I'm out of here. Y'all be sweet. Y'all take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. For God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com.